Hi, I'm Brenda Reese, freedom and forgiveness coach and a person just like you that is learning to navigate life and all of its challenges. I teach a forgiveness process like no other. It's a blend of practical and spiritual forgiveness. This process guides you into knowing how unforgiveness can be keeping you stuck in your relationships, both personally and professionally, and how it prevents you from releasing resentment and finding joy. Each week, I share practical and some not-so-practical tips, tools, and advice from myself and other people that are on this journey just like us. This is for you if you are ready to turn your pain into peace. Welcome to the Forgive Yourself Podcast. Hello and welcome to another fantastic conversation on the Unlocking the True Power of Forgiveness Secrets to Incorporating Forgiveness into Your Daily Life Summit. This summit is all about learning ways we can look at forgiveness differently and be able to define it for ourselves so we can choose to live a forgiveness lifestyle, which means living a life knowing ourselves and accepting ourselves and not living our life afraid to be who we are. And Our next guest fits so well into this. I'm excited to introduce you to Carol Cox. Carol Cox is the founder and CEO of Speaking Your Brand, which is a coaching and training company that helps high-performing, purpose-driven women, entrepreneurs, and professionals create their signature talks and thought leadership platforms. Carol is host of the weekly five-star rated Speaking Your Brand podcast, which is fabulous, by the way. And during election season, she serves as Democratic political analyst on TV news. Carol was named as one of Orlando's Women of the Year in 2021, has been featured in Forbes. Through her company and content, her mission is to empower more women to find and use their voice, to tell the stories that need to be told, and to activate ideas for change. I am so excited, Carol, that you are with us today. Thank you so much, Brenda. I am absolutely thrilled to be here and to be part of this incredible summit of interviewees and content that you've put together. Thank you. And you are kind of a big reason why I'm here. We have known each other for five years. And when I heard about you, I had to know you. And I sought you out at a, at a conference we were at because speaking your brand, it fascinated me. It's like, I, I need to know what that is. And it was, I knew it was part of my story, but it was also how do I present myself to the world? And through these years, you have helped me to refine and define how I could go from like an expert in forgiveness to the thought leader. Yes. And, and, and Brenda, you are such an, an amazing speaker naturally. I've watched videos of you on stage delivering your talks and you have this innate confidence and charisma. And it has been such a joy to work with you over the past few years to, like you said, take all this expert content that you have around forgiveness because we live so much in our heads as high achieving women, but then bringing it into our bodies and our hearts so that we can get that connection with the audience when we're sharing our messages and our stories. Well, yes. And being able to take it from just delivering a message to bringing the audience into the message. I mean, that was, that was really powerful. And I know I want to talk a little bit more about the thought leader, the thought leadership that, that you have helped me and so many women with. And today I want to start off with 
where you take us on the journey to get to that thought leader and how you teach. Cause you've got the, you've got a beautiful framework that I'm excited for people to get to know better, but it's about owning our story because you helped me own these parts of my story that I didn't, you know, I was like, Ooh, do I tell that? Uh, or no, it's not, that's not even important enough. And you have a beautiful way of helping us understand that. Can you share about that? Absolutely. And I really love working with women and encouraging them to do this, to to find their voice, to use it, to tell their stories. Because if we think back through even the, the past 50, 60 years of history, it's by women sharing their stories and experiences with each other that has led us to understand that we're not alone, that it's not just us experience certain things and it validates experiences of others. We'll talk about owning our stories and how it relates to thought leadership. And I like to explain it this way. There's four layers of thought leadership that I've identified by studying and looking at a lot of different thought leaders and speakers. The first one, the first layer is our expertise. So what is it that we know? What is it that we do in our business? How do we service our clients or what do we do in our careers? That's the the base layer of the expertise. The second layer on top of that is our big idea for change. What do we want to see different? Maybe there's quote unquote best practices that are done all the time, but we know there's eh, maybe it doesn't quite work for everyone and there's a better way of doing that. Or maybe we're constantly seeing people kind of struggle with certain things and there we have an idea of, of a, a mental model or things that they can shift. Most of the time, most speakers and most content creators stop there if they get to the second level. But the third layer is your personal story, your personal journey. What got you to where you are today? What were those hard-won life lessons that shaped who you are? And then that way you can share that experience with your audience. And then the fourth layer is the emotional courage to dig deep and to your point, Brenda, to maybe share the things that we that we might be a little bit reluctant to share, always in service to the audience. It's not in service to us. It's not the TMI type of sharing, but it's in service to the audience. What are those things that perhaps we think, uh, you know, maybe don't reflect well on us, so to speak, but really are our deepest truths and have truly shaped who we are? And then in service to the audience, how can we dig deep and share those? Mm, I love that. And I, and, you know, I never had thought about it that way. And taking this, these stories that, you know, when I was in these groups and in your thought leadership academy and the different things that I've taken, being with these other women, high achieving women that we all were kind of like, Oh, I don't want to share that. You know, do I, do I have to? I remember specifically somebody asking me, do I have to, Carol? <laughs> Oh, you don't have to. I was, you know, it's completely up to you. You have 100% agency. And I always say you'll decide the time and the place and the audience where it feels right to you. But I feel like for so many times we put this facade on of uh, like we take our stories and we smooth out all the rough edges because we think that's going to be more palatable to the audience or that they'll be able to relate more. But it's actually the specificity of our stories, those, those rough edges that connect us deeper with them. Well, and it does. And I got to watch that with other women. That's the beauty of community, right? Bringing it together because we come in with an idea. And then through this process, we learned, oh, that's not the real message. My message runs deeper. And I remember myself going through that, really going from this, you know, the five steps of radical forgiveness to what's Brenda's leadership, 
You know, that when we forgive ourselves, we create a forgiving world. I mean, that was powerful to get to through this process. Oh, Brenda, when you just said that by, you know, forgiveness, forgiving ourselves is the way to greater forgiveness in the world. I feel that. I actually felt that in my heart, in my gut when you said that. Oh, Thank you, because that was important for me to really get. And and I remember when when I got it, when we were sitting in together in this group and we were going through the different ways of, of how to find our message and being able to share that last year for the first time in front of a live audience was powerful. And and you helped me with that. Along with starting my podcast, which took me a couple years to get the courage up to do. All things in good time. And now it's an, and now you it's an amazing podcast and I'm so proud of, of it and I'm so glad that it's out there. Well, thank you. And you know, and I I mean, I really cannot talk highly enough of of what the community that you've created. And because it does bring that out in us, because I think every woman has a story, no matter how we express it. And the other piece of this is like learning, you know, the other part that you talk about is personal branding. And, you know, and I hadn't really even heard of personal branding until working with you. And so, you know, being able to discover that, what is that? Maybe you can help with that and mm-hmm. and connecting that with a thought leadership. Yes. Well, if we think about personal branding, some people say for your personal brand is what other people say when you're not in the room. How would they describe you? What are you the go-to person in? What qualities do you have? What characteristics do you have? That's one definition of a personal brand. And that can be helpful, but I feel like it takes away a lot of our own agency because if it's like our personal brand is only what other people say when we're not in the room, then it's like, okay, well, but I want to help shape my personal brand and what I'm known for and how people will see me. So I really think of our personal brand as encompassing four key things, which is your mission. So like for you, it's a forgiving world. For us, it's about championing, amplifying women's voices. So what is your mission? What's your expertise? Because your expertise does matter. For you, it's this idea of forgiveness and self-forgiveness. For us, it's public speaking and thought leadership. The third one is your methodology. How do you go about doing the thing that you do, your expertise? And then the last E, the last uh, one is for experiences. What are those personal experiences, those stories that have shaped your mission, your expertise, and your methodology. So that, I feel like, gives us control back of our personal brand and how we want it, how we want it to look. Oh, and I love, I love your acronyms. <laughs> I can't help it. The acronym is MEME, by the way. It's like, you know how they have all these funny memes on yeah. there? It's like, what is your meme? Are you like Beyonce? Are you like, you know, someone funny? Are you someone quirky? And like, no. So your meme is your personal brand, your mission, your expertise, your methodology, and your experiences. Oh, and I have loved it because you're also the one that helped me with with really when I was chatting about what is it, you know, and I'm saying, you know, awareness, responsibility, choice, and you go, oh, it's the arc of forgiveness. And I'm like, oh my God, you're brilliant. You know, because being able to do that, it's like your your mind is so, I love the way that you think and the way that you put things together, especially for women and our voices and being able to share that. Mm-hmm. Now, the personal branding is really helpful in women understanding their mission, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to understand. But, and it doesn't have to be complex, right? I mean, no. the, the mission is simple. 
Yeah. So mission can be simple for you. It's a forgiving world. For me, it's amplifying champion women's voices. It doesn't mean that we're going to solve all the problems in the world, <laughs> but it's more like, what is our, what is our guiding principle? What's the North star? If you think about all the content that we're putting out there, whether it's podcasts, presentations, social media content, whatever it happens to be, what is the thing that matters to the us most? What is it that we want to make sure that people know about us through the content that we're putting out there? Oh, I like that. And then I like that we get the experiences in there too, because I think that's what leads into the thought leadership. Is that right? Like, is, that, is it kind of like knowing our personal brand first and then into thought leadership? I feel like they all go together I, I because they all kind of, it's almost like they build on each other and they integrate with each other. So let me give you an example, Brenda, uh, from something that happened to me a few years ago. This was in the end of 2021. I was delivering a keynote talk, like the first one since the start of the pandemic. So I was wow. really excited to be back in person. It was about a 30-minute talk. And I was talking about what happens when you face resistance to your purpose. We may feel like we have a purpose, we're, we're working it, it's going great. And all of a sudden we hit resistance. And that resistance could either be internal, so our own limiting beliefs or something that we're thinking, or it can be external other people or other situations. A lot of times it's a combination of both. So I shared a story while I was delivering that talk about this professional experience I had in local politics many, many years ago, and then how I ended up getting bullied because I was a woman with a very public voice on TV, trying to make a difference, trying to make a change. But the people who had originally supported me all of a sudden didn't. And it was really, really a horrible experience. I felt really alone. And instead of standing up to them and fighting to keep my place as chairperson, I decided to resign and just kind of walk away. And I say, and, and I said in that talk, and this is the, this is the part about sharing things, even if you don't think they look good on you. I said, I think of myself as an empowered woman, but I wasn't in that moment. I didn't have the support system. I didn't have the resiliency in that time to, to stand my ground, but that's okay. Cause I learned a lot from that. And that's why I'm sharing it with you. As I was delivering the talk, this was not on my script. I literally said out loud, oh my gosh, that's why I started speaking your brand to provide women with the support system and the community, to your point earlier, to be able to use their voices despite any backlash or criticism that they get and to continue to do that because they know they have people who support them. And I'm like, and I literally had never put those together that explicitly until saying wow. it out loud. That's why I feel like thought leadership, your story, your personal brand, they kind of all happen the more you talk about them. Oh my gosh. I love that story. And I love the vulnerability of that and how it, you made that connection. Because when you started, you know, speaking your brand, you, you morphed into thought leadership, right? Oh, absolutely. I decided I've, I've been an entrepreneur for almost 25 years, originally in technology companies. And then I decided I wanted to work with people, not with code. And so I started thinking about, well, what would be something that I would enjoy doing? People always liked my presentations. Yeah. So I said, I wanted to work with women entrepreneurs. Let me start a company that helps them with their public speaking and presentations. It was very expert driven. And then again, as starting working with these women and finding these commonalities, I'm like, oh, that's why we're doing this work. Yes. And I'm so glad you did. Because I remember when you brought in that concept, 
just feeling it, like you said, the re- the resonation within myself of, oh, this is creating the movement. Like you were saying, like Simon Sinek, you know, doesn't even talk about why anymore. That's a movement, right? Yes, it can. Li- yeah, it can live beyond you, and that's what the best thought leaders do: is they have an idea, they have a concept, they have a mission, they put that idea out into the world, and then they say to other people, "Run with it." Like make this your own, adopt it, adapt it, because you want more and more people to figure out how to, it can work for them. So when we when we think about this, we think about thought leadership and then owning your story. And a lot of us don't think our story is powerful. And you help us women see that, the empowerment, and then all the other women like in this group help the women see the empowerment in it. And so as we're, as if there's women out here that are thinking, oh, I don't really have a, you know, so many people go through divorces and they go through affairs and they go through betrayal. They go, so many people go through this. Mine isn't special. Mm -hmm. I do hear that a lot. Or people don't, people think they don't have a big enough traumatic story. And I'm like, oh, I would not wish a traumatic story on anyone just so that you would have a story. We all have things we've experienced the, you know, really, really bad things, really impactful things to things that other people may think are relatively minor in comparison. But guess what? They shaped us and they mattered to us. That story that I share with you about my experience in professional politics, literally, I don't think I've ever met a person in any audience who has had that experience. (laughs) But people can get out of, get the lesson out of it, this idea of community, resiliency, finding your voice, losing your voice. What does that look like? What do you do? They don't have to have had that specific experience. And that wasn't terribly traumatic. I mean, it was impactful to me. So your story matters. Number one, because your audience will will find the lesson for themselves. You you can share your lesson, but they will find the lesson for themselves because they're thinking in their head as they're listening to your story. Oh, do I have something like that? Or a similar situation. But the other reason to share your story and to own your story is it, I truly believe it is healing for you mm. to share your story to others when you're ready for it, when you feel like it's the time when you processed it and you understand why you're sharing the story and what you want to get out of it. But I really have found for, for myself and for so many of the women that we have worked with, like you, Brenda, and the other women, you know, how liberating it has been to share their story. Well, absolutely. And to get that feedback. That because I remember one in particular who comes in with a different story, a, a woman that came in with a different story. And as she was sharing, I remember one time her breaking down and talking about a betrayal. And we were all in tears. I mean, we felt it. It was like, that's it. And that's what she was afraid to talk about, you know, but that was, that was her leadership. And she's just gone on with it. I mean, it has been amazing to experience it. And I think and that's the beauty of, of having, being in this container of finding this story and being able to, to help refine it. Or, you know, like for me, I knew there was something underneath and that's why I came to you. It's like, I knew I had this forgiveness platform, but what was driving it? And I, and I couldn't get to it. And when I first worked with you, it was with a signature talk, which was so cool. And the framework is amazing. I love the three act framework. 
um, and how you work with people to bring out these points, right, in a simplistic way, mm-hmm. but adding to it. And and that one's really powerful to help us. And then morphing into more of this thought leadership. And so if somebody is struggling right now with their story, is there a way, is there something that you can help people with, like in owning that? Mm, yeah, that's a really that's a really great question, Brenda. So we have some different kind of story prompts that we like to give the women that we work with. So a, a few that may be helpful is to think about was there a, a story, a particular time in your life that you've had what I call a crisis of confidence. That's the story I shared before. So where you feel like you know everything was great, and then all of a sudden something happened to you, and you had like that dark night of the soul where you really had. Like, you know, you you really felt really low. You're like, you know, how did this happen? Maybe you feel betrayed or bullied or something happened. So really, and but you got out of it. So what was that crisis of confidence? And then what did it look like on the other side? So that's one of them. The other type of story you can think about is when you've had a paradigm shift or a change in your mental model. So you saw the world in one way and then something happened to you and then it shifted the way that you see the world. And that could be anything, whatever it happens to be for you. You're like, oh, I I didn't realize that that's actually the way things are. So that could be another one. Another one is just childhood growing up stories. Is there something that happened to you that, that you clearly see shaped who you are today? And then also compelled to take action. Something happened to you in your life or your career, family, relationships, health, where you said, okay, this is it. Like I need to take, I need to make a change. Now, a lot of times there's there's common elements from all of those story prompts that I just mentioned, but some of those can be helpful to think about some stories that maybe just don't come to mind right away. Well, and I think the story prompts is really helpful because you did a story uh, workshop, a story branding workshop. Storytelling workshop, yes. Storytelling, yes. yes. And that was fascinating, being able to take the process Right. And, and your, the way you thoughtfully do all of what you do to help us in owning those stories and thinking about the stories that we don't think about. Right. That are actually impactful. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. that have shaped who we are. Yes. And that we take for granted or we just don't really think about much. And I always think, like, is there a, a, a story that your family always tells about you? You know, like whether it's funny or it's endearing or maybe it's even a little embarrassing, like those kind of stories can also be ones that you can, that you can think about. Well, and, you know, and it's also owning that story. So being able to work beyond like you, you, like you were saying, losing your voice, we had to work beyond the guilt and the shame, right? To be able to speak it. So it's like you had to step back and heal. And like I say, it's, it's like, we're not sharing from the wound. We're sharing from the scar because that's where the wisdom is. And you have helped me to step into mine. And, and the podcast has been a great, cause I, you know, in the thought leadership Academy, we get to create a container. Um, and so, and really wanting to speak and share in a way that I could share these stories um, in a safer way, right? Instead of in a live front facing audience, that's how I wanted to start out. And I've been able to do that. And it's funny because when I try to script the podcast, when I think it, okay, here's this, we're going to talk about confidence or we're going to talk about resentment. Okay. This is what I want to teach you, right? So teach it, but people always comment on the story. Yes. 
Yes. They always comment on the story. Like when I told the story about my ex and, and almost going to, you know, the FBI investigation, almost going to prison. <laughs> and I remember sharing this, like, I never thought about that story. And it's like, I remember sharing that in the group and you're, everybody's, yes, that's, yes. yes. It's like, we want to hear more. Like, what? What happened? Well, we can think about it. All the entertainment that we consume, whether it's short form or movies, it's all story driven because that's how, as humans, we process information, we remember information, and we take those lessons for ourselves. Well, yeah, and that dates way back, you know, way yes. back. And and so I really love this about owning our story because it has helped me. It also helps us with that shame and guilt to get feedback and to get other women going, oh, honey, I see that. I, I feel that too. I know that. And that's what's helped me on, on my delivery now in the podcast in the sense of being more real uh, and letting people know what's going on. Like I just did this episode that I've been trying to do for a while and called Coming Out of the Dark because the last few years have been so rough with the grief and that with with my husband's dementia and and it was like it was a story I wanted to tell yet I couldn't tell it until like you said earlier it was time to tell it yes and and really and Brenda I think about this as a thought leader you are role modeling for your audience this process for themselves as well by sharing these stories when the time is right for you well, yeah. And I want to encourage other people to mm -hmm. do that too, to know that their stories matter mm -hmm. and to know that it's okay to share it in however way we want to share it. Now for like the Thought Leadership Academy that you have, mm -hmm. when people come to you, are they all wanting to be speakers or are there people who just want to own their story or how does that work? Well, because the company is called Speaking Your Brand, most of the women who come to us do want to improve their public speaking skills. So they've been doing some speaking, they want to get better at it, or maybe they're, you know, just kind of, they've done, a, again, a little bit of it and they want to get better, or they've done quite a bit of it, but they, again, want to get out of their head and right. they, at the, being that expert presenter and get more into the, the thought leadership. And so the primary kind of um, way that we bring people through the Thought Leader Academy is to help them create their signature talks, like you talked about before, using our signature talk canvas the React framework, and then helping them develop their thought leadership message and owning their story, understanding their story, along with their signature talk and everything else, uh, speaking related. So it is speaking focused. Oh, good. Yeah, I like to clarify yeah. that because some people who might just be looking to own their story, you know, it's a little bit different. And I, I want to ask, if I could ask you, how how did it change you when you owned your story? Because I remember when you shifted in your podcast to where you shifted from kind of teaching to really sharing more about you. Can you share a little bit about that? Because I think that is so inspiring. Yeah. And, and thank you for asking that. And thank you for remembering that, Brenda. And this did not come naturally to me at all. Again, I, I like being the kind of the teacher. I like sharing information. I like helping others as so many of us do. And so, so much of the, my podcast content, which I started, I started the podcast in early 2017. So we are currently at almost 350 episodes, a lot of content, a lot of content. And I had done some kind of more personal episodes around like episode 92. <laughs> I mean, this was like way, way into it. And I thought and episode 92 was about a huge speaking failure that I had as a public speaking coach. Definitely not something that I'm proud of, but 
hey, you know, no one's perfect. And I can relate to people who've had speaking failures because I've had one or at least one myself. But it wasn't until the summer of 2020 when so many of us had so much extra time on our hands to think, took walks every day because there wasn't a whole lot else to do. So I did a lot of thinking, a lot of processing. And I started thinking about, okay, like, what is it that I want to share more of myself? And I was going to do an episode around thought leadership and my own journey as a thought leader. And I kind of sat down to work on it, to work on the outline. And I was like, oh, this feels a little bit, not fake, but like a facade. You know, like, sure, there are things I've done as a thought leader, but it, I didn't, I felt it was too superficial. So I was like, scrap it. I'm just throw that away. And let me just speak from my heart. Again, mm-hmm. which I'm not used to doing. Brenda, you're beautiful at it. Oh, thank you. And so I decided to tell a story about my dad. And very few of my close friends knew this story, much less pointing it out publicly to the entire podcast audience. And I was definitely very nervous about putting it out there, but I'm so glad that I did because the feedback that I got from the listeners was, wow, I first of all, they had no idea. Second of all, they said, you know, I too lost my dad, you know, when I was younger or I too, you know, my dad has struggled with, you know, this just like yours. So they can relate to me on a different level. And again, they saw that I'm not perfect and I never wanted to put out right into the world as a personal brand that I'm perfect. But when all you do is just teach content and you don't share anything about yourself, that's what people think about. And then they feel intimidated coming to you with their own stories or their own, you know, perceived things that they want to improve. Because like, well, how can she understand? She, she, she does everything perfectly. I'm like, no, 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 I do not. So anyways, that was episode 185 oh, of the God. Speaking Your Brand podcast for those of you who would like to listen. And it was a powerful story. And I, I remember the shift after that mm-hmm. of where we were talking about it. And it was almost like a softening. It was like a coming into yourself that is powerful to witness mm-hmm. and let alone feel right that mm-hmm. i mean it must have felt did it how did it feel for you i guess i'm not going to put words <laughs> in <your mouth>. yeah. <laughs> no i definitely like i said i had definitely had that vulnerability hangover after you know the morning that it came out live I was like oh should i really have done this i'm like no, no just let it sit there don't delete it right <laughs> let it sit like let's see what happens and again so glad that i did and i do feel like it did that it opened me up like we talked about earlier it felt very liberating yeah. For myself, it very it, it felt like I was very much honoring myself and my own journey, and in a way that I never had before. Because there is a power to saying things out loud. Oh, oh yes. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> there's a huge power to saying things out loud. And the the good thing about it, when you share your story, especially the things that you're ashamed of, is I mean, when we bring it out, we discover that oh. It's not so bad. Other people have the same idea and that, oh, I lived. (laughs) Yes, I survived that vulnerability hangover. I survived. (laughs) And I remember doing that. And I felt, I felt about that. That's how I felt with this last episode that just came out is that same way is kind of like, okay, this is totally like off the cuff, totally heartfelt. And, and I felt, more empowered this time doing this. It's like, okay, it's important because I know now I've shared enough. I've gone through, you know, the academy, like I went through with you was so vital in helping me to own it, to go, okay, I don't hesitate as much to be as vulnerable 
Because when I first started, I remember people telling me, you know, I wasn't sharing enough about myself and that, you know, I look good. I dress good. You know, I, you know, I had people say, well, you don't understand. Mm -hmm. How could you understand you have it made? Right. And it's like, oh, honey, this is a long road to get here. I look good because I'm covering up some stuff. <laughs> yes, big secret. No one has it made. No, no one does. And that was the beauty of speaking this. And that's what I think was a huge eye and heart opener for me was to be able to be in a space, a safe space in this leadership that you teach in the academy and being able to go, oh, I am not alone. And more and more women, and I love it because that's what you are all about, is really amplifying women's voices so that we can stop feeling alone. Yes. And Brenda, I think back to that Zoom call that where you shared there was another woman on there who had had a betrayal from someone and you, you did, and just on the spot, you coached her through that and you helped her so much with self-forgiveness just in the 10 minutes that we, that we all witnessed you and her going through this process because, because that's your gift, Brenda. You can see that, like you can see what's going on with someone and help them through that. And I know I'm grateful for having seen that. And then I, and I know how grateful she was as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Cause it just yeah. comes through. <laughs> right? That's when, you know, that's when, you know, there's something to this is when it just yeah. comes through. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to know, is there anything you would like to share about personal branding and thought leadership as we kind of wrap up today and, and about yeah. people owning this personal brand and, and the thought leadership. Mm -hmm. I would say wherever you are in life in career and business, whether you're just starting a new business or you've been in business in a while, or you've been in your career for a while, you have a personal brand. Every single person has a personal brand as we talked about before. I want you to make sure that you're shaping it for what it is, the impact that you want to have in the world and owning your story, sharing your experiences, big and small absolutely do have an impact on your audiences and whatever medium it happens to be that you're sharing them in. And then this idea of thought leadership is that we owe it so much to ourselves and to our audiences to help guide them into this better world that we imagine is possible. We all need inspiration and motivation right now. You know, the world as as we know, has a lot of problems. There's always a lot of things, things going on. But if, but if in our kind of, in our little niche, in our domain, if we can say, you know what, there are things that are possible that could be better. Here's a pathway that we can go on together and invite your audience along with it. Oh, that was powerful. Thank you. Thank you. And I love how you speak. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and you. speaking of those things, you have a free gift. Yes, I do. So we have our Power Up Your Personal Brand. It's an online masterclass. So it's 12 targeted video lessons that we recorded to go through to ha so help, help you think about your personal brand. Again, whether you're just starting out or you're more established, all the questions, the workbook, the exercises will help you to kind of get stuff out of your head onto paper and then hopefully out into the world in bigger ways. Oh my gosh, that's a beautiful gift. Thank you so much for that. And Carol, how can people, if they want more information or want to know how to contact you and of course your podcast, um, how can people get more information about you? 
Yeah. So the Speaking Your Brand podcast is a gr- excellent resource. Like As I mentioned, 350 episodes and going strong. The other thing is that, we've, Brenda, you've kindly mentioned the Thought Leader Academy, which you went through, so that you can get information on speakingyourbrand.com slash academy all about that. And then we also have our in-person client retreat speaking intensive. You attended the one we did in February, 2023. We have our next one coming up in February, 2024 in sunny and warm Orlando, Florida, three days together to practice in-person speaking. It is so much fun. And I love seeing the transformation of you and the other women on our practice stage. Oh my gosh. I can't say enough about that retreat. I know we all talk about it, but it was really a game changer for us. And for me, it was being on the stage and then getting coached personally about where to stand. Not only that, but also refining the story and the message and getting that feedback and support. And plus all the things that you guys do to get that, you know, get us to loosen up was hilarious. Yes, it was fun. (laughs) I mean, you guys are so creative. It was crazy. But it was so, I mean, empowering. It just, and learning my speaking style. That was the gift, really. Yes, Yes. everyone has their own style. You don't have to try to be some type of speaker you think you should be. Own your style and then just amplify it for the stage. Well, yeah, and spending that first day suffering. And finally, you're like going, stop, Brenda, just stop. This is hurting me. So much kindness and love. (laughs) So much kindness. And that's, but that's what I needed. It's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. And after that, it was like, oh, here I am. This is me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And thank you for being a part of my journey and, and so many other people that you are changing their lives too, Carol. Thank you. Oh, well, likewise, Brenda. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, would you do me a favor and share this episode and then follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss one episode of the Forgive Yourself podcast, where every Friday you will get tips, tools, and stories so that you can turn your pain into peace. Take care.